from people of Earth, this is Prostetnik Vogon Jeltz of the Galactic Hyperspace Planning Council. As you are probably aware, plans for the development of the outlying regions of the galaxy involve the building of a hyperspace express route through your star system. And your planet is one of those scheduled for demolition. There's no point acting all surprised about it. The plans and demolition orders have been on display at a local planning office in Alpha Centauri for 50 of your Earth years. If you can't be bothered to take an interest in local affairs, then you don't look out. A pathetic bloody planet. I've no sympathy at all. Got it? I mean, uh, your Enough? ass is tanner than my face. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ya Real Good, Epi 43. Ooh. My name's John. Ooh. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. What we do on our podcast is we take one movie a week and we review it. And then we link somebody from that movie to another movie. We review that movie the next week. Mm-hmm. It's just a hoot. <laughs> it's just a hoot and a half. It's just a laugh a minute with us. <laughs> Let's see. What else do we do? That's it. That's the laugh right there. That's the whole, That's the the laugh. whole other minute now. Did you hear that hoot? All right. So, last week's pick was Ellen's pick. We did three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And from that, Chris took... I took Sam... Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, who and won an Academy Award. He did for a supporting actor. He did not win an Academy Award for this movie. I did uh, Zaphod Beetlebrox in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the names the names in this movie are, are fun. I'm going to have to bring, bring yeah. the IMDb. I know, same. <laughs> so I can be like, who? All right. uh, so, The Hitchhiker's Guide, it actually started as a radio series back in 1978. Hmm. Um, and it was written by uh, Douglas Adams. Uh, he wrote the radio series. He was on BBC Radio. The Radio Times describe it as an epic adventure in time and space, including some helpful advice on how to see the galaxy or see the universe for less than thirty Altarian dollars a day. <laughs> uh, he wrote the first book afterwards in 1979. He wrote ended up writing five total books for the series, and then those in turn were turned into movies. Um, the rights were actually. Let me get down. I have a million and a half notes, so I have to scroll through them all. I forgot how much I love this movie, Rewatching it again. It was first optioned as a movie in 1982, so only a couple years after he wrote the books. It was a good year. Uh, so Ivan Reitman and Joe Medjuk, uh, Michael C. Gross, and Nicholas Adams wrote three drafts for them uh, per his contract. During the time, Medjuk and Gross were considering Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd to play Ford Prefect, but then Aykroyd sent him his idea for Ghostbusters, and they made that instead. So that was back in 82 and 84 when the Ghostbusters got made. So this movie didn't come out until 2005 is when this movie was done. Uh, it released on April 28th, 2005 in the United Kingdom, making 4.2 million pounds sterling, which is 6.6 million pounds sterling in 2021. Uh, I was doing the math here in a second, but um, that was in the UK. It released a day later in North America, making 21 million, uh, equivalent to about 31 million in 2022. 
its opening weekend. It opened in first place in the U.S. It also remained in the box office top 10 for its first four weeks of release. The movie's total box office gross was $104 million worldwide. According to Freeman, Martin Freeman, who plays Arthur Dent, film would be an unlikely to merit a sequel. He said, I heard that from the horse's mouth itself. Director Garth Jennings, he had dinner with him, and he just said, the first one just didn't do well enough. Making $104 million worldwide, nah, not good no, enough. Not good enough. Nope. So that's kind of the background for the movie itself. Now, the plot, it's loosely based on the source material, uh, both uh, the radio series and the book itself, because even the book itself was kind of loosely based on the radio and vice versa. Okay. Anyways, one Thursday morning, Thursday is important, <laughs> uh, Arthur Dent discovers his house is being immediately demolished to make way for a bypass. He tries delaying the bulldozers that are uh, tearing down um, by laying down in front of him. His friend, Ford Prefect, comes up uh, and convinces him to go to the pub with him. And he, they order several pints of beer. He explains to him that he is an, actually an alien from the uh, planet in the vicinity of Beetlejuice. And he's a journalist working on a book called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, warns that Earth is about to be demolished uh, later in that day by a race called Vogons to do a hyperspace bypass. Because bypasses have got to be made. Uh, as the Vogon fleet arrives in orbit to destroy the Earth, Ford rescues Arthur by stowing them aboard the one of the Vogon ships by hitchhiking with his magical thumb ring. Uh, they're discovered by the Vogons, tortured with poetry, and uh, they ended up throwing him off the ship out of an airlock. They're picked up by the starship Heart of Gold, which was stolen by Ford's uh, semi-cousin, Zaphoid Beeblebrox, who is the president of the galaxy. He stole the ship along with Trisha McMillan, who was an Earth woman who Arthur had previously met at a party and totally blew it with. And also on board is Marvin, the paranoid android who is clinically depressed. Zaphod seeks the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything as uh, this cube that he found just discussing it. He's trying to get to this planet called Nagrathea. Uh, the only way they can get there is through the Heart of Gold's improbability drive, which is why he stole the ship. Uh, on one attempt, they end up on Viltavadal uh, 7, which Zaphoid's opponent in the race for president was Hamakavula. Uh, Hamakavula uh, has the coordinates to Magarthia he ha- that he needs, so he trades Zaphoid's head to get the coordinates to go to Magarthia, but in also exchange, he has to pick up the point of view gun, which is also on Magarthia, including the question. Uh, it's a gun that was created by Deep Throat that makes anyone blasted temporarily see things from the shooter's perspective. Chulian gets kidnapped by the Vogons as they leave. The three of them, Ford, uh, Arthur, and Zaphoid, mount of rescue and the Vogon homeworld. Chulian learns that Zaphoid is actually the person that blew up the Earth, saying that it was totally fine. He just thought they were looking for an autograph. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they rescue Trillian. They escape from the Vogons. Uh, the Galactic Vice President, uh, Questular Rontok, and the Vogons are after them. But they do get the ship to Magrathia, trigger an automated defense missile defense system, so they get shot down by missiles. They land on Earth, but not before Arthur reactivates the unprobably drive and turns the missiles into a bowl of petunias and a whale. That's somehow important, but just mm. a funny part of the movie. Huh. Um, mm. So they... <laughs> the whale said... <laughs> Well, he thought to himself yeah. as he fell. <laughs> yeah. So when they get on the planet, uh, Zaphoid, uh, Ford, and Trillian enter a portal, but Arthur's too scared to do it. So Arthur and Marvin are standing outside the portal. So they get a talk to Deep Thought, and Deep Thought come up with the question, uh, the answer of 42, but the creator of Deep Thought designed another computer to come up with the ultimate question, the question being Earth. That was the program they created. Uh, so they get the point of view gun, 
Trillian uses Unzaphod to show her resentment for him uh, and him blowing up the Earth. Uh, then they get captured by unknown entities. Arthur and Marvin are still outside, not with the other group, and they meet uh, Slartle, Slarty Bartflast. Uh, his name is not important. <laughs> One of the planet builders. Uh, Slarty Bartflast takes Arthur to a pocket dimension inside the planet where he shows the new version of Earth that is being created. Uh, he takes Arthur to his recreated home where inside the others are enjoying this feast provided by pan-dimensional beings who commissioned Arthur's original Earth. They resemble mice. With Arthur, who was on Earth up to the last minutes, the mice think that he has the answer to the ultimate question, and they want to remove his brain to figure it out. He escapes, crushes the mice, uh, they disappear without a trace. Then Questular and the Vogon show up outside, and they open fire, start shooting everybody, they shoot Marvin, he uses the point-of-view gun on them, Vogons are all too depressed to do anything else, and then they decide to leave. And Arthur, on New Earth, can either decide to stay there, or he can go with his friends and go to the restaurant at the end of the galaxy. Yeah. End of movie. Slarty Bartfast, by the way, is Bill Nighy? I think it's Nye, actually. Nye? I'm pretty sure it's just pronounced that. So he's yeah. pronounced like Bill Nye. He's from Shaun of the Dead. He is. He's in a lot. Because that was one of my Buffalo Bills. Oh, was it? He usually plays Ooh. a lot Yeah, I mean, I know he's in a lot of, a lot of like, villains. the... He's in... He's like Mr. I'm in Hugh Grant movies too, because I think he's in uh, What About a Boy and. I need to get to. Hang on. I need to get the cast and get a look get at this the guy cast. again. Okay. Pretty much he, any vampire movie, he plays a vampire or a villain. Yeah, in. he's very vampire esque. And I'm really glad I paid oh, attention. I'm really yeah. glad I paid attention while you were reading that too. I was so distracted whilst watching this movie that I was unable to take a whole lot of notes. Now I kind of want to rewatch it. I, I think you should because, like I said, I've I want to give it another shot. I've always liked this movie, and I haven't watched it in a while. I still remember like the quotes and the, the gist of the movie, but the more I watch it, the more I just kind of remembered things and how actually great it was. Why do you like this movie so much? The humor is, I don't know. It's it's very quippy. It's very it's silly, but in like the British silly way, where it's just mm. kind of nonsensical. Sure. Um. But it also, it, I don't know, it pokes fun at plain real life things mm. and like things that you would have thought about. It's super, I don't know, like if you, you know, the improbability drive, who would have thought of that? And then the fact that he turned improbability drive and the missiles turned into random objects. That okay, part cool. It, that was a lot of fun. Now you just created this whale and this <laughs> whale who's out of its elements completely, but conscious enough to have a brain and thinks... Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. That's very creative to me. I think it's kind of funny. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It just I like, looks curious. I liked how they would just cut to the computer for exposition. <laughs> like yes. the, the 1980s fucking organ trail, like computer screen. Trail. <laughs> when they were talking about <laughs> the, the, the physicists and the parties and whatever else. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like, oh, we don't have time to explain this. So this leech gets inserted into your brain so you yes. can understand every word that every person in the entire galaxy speaks. It's like, ah, the babble. Got it. That's why they're all speaking English. <laughs> okay. That yeah, makes sense. I'm just not a fan of this movie, personally. You've I, made me watch this before mm-hmm. because you really like it. Yes. And then when I went to watch it yesterday, I was just like. <sighs> and again, I I did. <laughs> I'll try. And then I was like, I just don't. I didn't hate. I didn't hate it. I like. I was. I was watching it, and I was just like, I kept getting distracted by someone who <laughs> shall remain nameless. But she kept coming in and talking to me about a boo boo that she had, <laughs> um, and so I was just like, Grr. and then she's. I was like, okay, so I'm talking about Molly. 
<laughs> Shotgun. Okay, that's my daughter. Anyway. Yeah. Your seven-year-old daughter. You know, she understands, like, when I'm watching movies that it, we're recovering for this, it's usually something that she can't watch. Right. And this is a rated PG movie. I'll say, yeah, she could. That's, I think, the thing. If this one was PG-13 or, like, R, I feel like it would have been more fun. And it was, but it was, uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you on that. Yeah. It, uh, so she walked in one of the several times, and <laughs> I was like, honey, dad, like, I'm, I'm watching this for work and she's like is it a bad movie and i'm like well no but yes but no um, there's not really much that she couldn't <laughs> like, like, watch just go to bed yeah no there's, just go to yeah. bed. <laughs> there's nothing that she couldn't watch actually like i think i i, I do want to watch it with her because like this the scenes when they're going through the improbability drive yeah like the the one where they all come out as yarn, yarn. and he and starts he barfing pukes. that yes that tickled me i do like that one. i liked that I, I did, like, I wanted to put it in my notes. I put it in my mental note box up in the old brain <laughs> that if this was the first movie that I saw Sam Rockwell in, I would hate Sam Rockwell. I am pretty sure this was the first movie I saw Sam Rockwell uh, okay. in. Okay, so... Does that make more sense it, now? It makes more sense now. <laughs> see, it makes sense, and that's kind of why I like him in this, because you see all these other movies, and he could play serious. He can play goofy, serious. Like, even when he's playing straight, he still has his quippy and goofy moments, because he's just kind of a goofy guy. Right. But I think this one is just so wild. It's kind of like watching Philip Seymour Hoffman in Twister. Yes. So that's kind of that's how I picture it and view it as. That's why I think it's really funny to me that that's him. That's why I chose him in this because you go from Three Billboards, stark contrast to yeah. him in this. Oh yeah, and I still fucking hate Zoe. So oh, I, yeah. this is my problem with the movie is that visually it's not enjoyable for me. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because it was two thousand five. I don't it, know the special effects. Right. I, I, 2005 was a busy year for me. I moved <laughs> to a different state. Yeah. I, I didn't see this in the theater. Yeah. I, visually, I don't like. I don't like the way it looks. I don't know why. I just don't like the way it looks. And I don't like. Literally, I don't like any of the actors in this movie except for Marvin. <laughs> Alan, well, yeah. That's the one, Alan Rickman. I can't stand Zoe Deschanel. I'm. I'm not. I don't dislike Martin Freeman. Yeah. I'm not a fan. He's fine in, in the Sherlock series, but I don't really need to see him in anything else. And yeah. any other actor could have played that character. Fargo season one. I, again, I oh, don't, I mean, he, I've seen that, yeah, but he's I not, haven't, I haven't seen any of the Hobbit trilogy. He, I was no, say, like, he, so. I, he's, he's kind of this character in the Hobbit. I that was one of my notes too. I'm like from him in this movie, I can see how it's such an easy choice for him to be Bilbo in the Hobbit series because it, it kind of the same character, same, same style, very yeah. very stuck up, very toit, very 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 British. Yeah, the, the, if I if there was a movie that I really wanted to see and it was in theaters, and then like Martin Freeman was one of the main guys, I'd be <laughs> like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll wait for it to become free. Yeah, uh, I was excited to see most deaf. I was to say he's very underutilized as an actor. He he, the, he is, uh, and is that I the mean, friend that's Ford. an alien? Yes. Free, yeah, okay. uh, Ford. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know if you guys know this, but most deaf is just a stage name. It's not his actual name. Yeah, I, uh, his, yeah, I know. His his real name is most definitely. <laughs> yes, that hundred percent. Boo, boo. Oh golly, uh, who am I gonna y- lampoon y- Yassine next? Bay, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. Wait, it is what's Yassi- his name? Yassine Bay. Yassine Bay. That's a much better name. Yeah, but most deaf, as far as uh, flow goes. 
Mm-hmm. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm just all. You got some allergies going Apparently, on? Apparently, because I'm going to sneeze again. But go ahead. No, that's fine. I'll let you know if I'm going to. Fun thing to do when you're about to sneeze is you say, hey, do you guys want to see my impersonation of somebody sneezing? <laughs> and then everybody stops. It, knowing me, I'd probably be like, hey, then, do you want to see? Bang! And then I just sneeze. <laughs> and then you sneeze and their minds are fucking blown because they're like, wow, that was an incredible. That was a, yeah, I can't do it to you guys, though. Because mine would be like, hey, I'm sneezing. Uh, Achoo! So, <laughs> seeing him in this, he actually is a really great actor. He's underutilized. Um, he's really great in 16 Blocks. With, yeah. Uh, but he's kind of annoying that because he has that accent and voice he does. But it's a really good movie. Um, and then Left Ear in The Italian Job. Yep. He's, uh, he's great yep. in that. Yeah, and I'm looking at this cast now, too. Like, Warwick Davis. Who, like, who's Marvin in the movie? Marvin's the robot. He actually is in the robot. Oh, so, so he played the robot and, and Alan voiced by Rickman. Alan Rickman. Okay, all yes. right. That so makes more sense than having Alan Rickman walk around in a robot suit. Yeah, that would be I, Yeah, cool. and Warwick Davis, you know who that is. He's Willow. You, know, you haven't seen Willow, starring Val Kilmer. Uh, but you're watching Harry Potter, so he's the music instructor and did the discs in the last movie, and he also plays uh, the goblins at Gringotts. Oh, Okay. He was he was okay. the he's the nineteen eighties Peter Dinklage. Got it. Okay. Long all right, so now we're all on board with that. <laughs> what else about Shit, this sorry. movie? What what do you have any uh, fun filled uh tidbits? Tits? Or um, titties, if you will? Yeah, I'll get to my my titties. So uh, there's one that I, I kinda wanted to know, actually. I was curious about this one because I I looked was looking at it, but so they go into the pub. It's a Thursday. Yeah. Never could get the hang of Thursdays, which I quote that probably once a week. It happened in the kitchens all the time, but anytime it was a Thursday, it's like, went wrong with like, Thursdays. Never could get the hang of Thursdays. Must be a Thursday. Every time something goes wrong at work, me and Bonnie always look at each other and go, well, it is Thursday. Yeah. Because Thursday huh. are historically very strange days at work, yeah. and I don't know why. Must be a Thursday. Never could get the hang of Thursdays. Yep. Um, let's go to pub. Six pints of bitter, please. And looking at the tap list, there's only four beers on. Uh, Guinness is one. Mm-hmm. Strongbow is the other, which I'm assuming uh, that's a cider. Um, and yep. then Carlsberg. I'm guessing that's the bitter. But there's a fourth one that I can't see exactly what it is or see what the label looks like. And also, it's probably UK beer, so we mm-hmm. don't have it here. So if somebody knows what that beer is or sees this in the movie or knows exactly what it is, please let me know. I'm very curious. Okay. So that's that. That's like that's an unknown titty, which is something unknown, I noticed. Yeah. So. Somebody let me know what the titty is. Another thing that I... These are just some of my notes. We're talking about the worst poetry in the galaxy. Yeah. They oh, just, they, I was hoping you would do this. They All right, yeah. called out Paula Millstone Jennings hardcore. Yeah, the worst. Oh, she's... The Vogons were better than her. Yeah, so Molly uh, Molly was in my room while they were doing that, and I, like, I heard the name, and I was like, I wanted to grab the Google machine and like read some of her poetry. There actually is uh, somebody named that in the UK. I think there was two or three at the time, but they were like varying ages, and I don't think they had it. Something oh, okay. like that. I, I, know, I, I know I looked it up before, but I didn't have it for this movie, but I just want to call it up. They fucking called her out. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, that's harsh. I don't have all of the background on this one, too, because this was not even in the imdb titties i had like kind of look for it but it's it, there's so many mashups for it too so there's actually no cg characters um like physical characters there's a lot of uh you know, practical effects which i love yes there was a lot of cgi but the actual characters and stuff like the vogons uh the whale itself you know the falling whale that was actually practical effects too okay hmm. um i do like practical effects they were yeah. uh from jim henson's like 
Muppet Factory, like so, like uh, the people that worked for Jim Henson's, oh. like Muppets, so that's where they get all this. So it reminded me of, it was kind of an oh wait, it did, but it was yeah, like, the Labyrinth or Dark Crystal. I got that vibe from the Volgons too, kind of like the Fraggle Rock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. So that's kind of what I hmm. came from that one. Um, and then I really want to try a Pangalactic Gargle Blaster. When I worked, <laughs> when I worked at the brewery, I wanted them to name that beer so bad we Pan never Black. got it out. Where they just freak out for five seconds. It's like having your brain smashed out by a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick. Yeah. Oh, lovely. <laughs> that that part was funny. Yeah, I need to rewatch this. Because, I, again, I did not hate... I didn't hate it. I just wasn't able to devote my entire heart and soul. I don't ever want to watch this movie again. You don't have to. I won't. Because we're only covering it once. I know. Right. Uh, like I'm sorry, I but I just it's just I just it doesn't. We're we're used to you not liking the picks. It's okay. That's true. <laughs> it's it's all right. When it when it does come to CGI shots, the the factory floor is always really cool to me. I love that shot. So mm. when he's going on the cart and the factory floor and planets yep. and those, so I don't know, thought that was really cool. Okay, let's jump to some titties. Even since you guys, uh, yeah. Don't well, talk no, about no, this no, fucking movie. No, 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 no. I, it's like even though like it, it what like the computer screen was lazy exposition. I did actually like the the uh, way they did the it. The way oh, they did yeah. it. Yeah, like I, I like, like things about the movie. I, was I like, just, God, it's fucking lazy. But Marvin is my favorite. It's lazy, but it's done in a creative way, so it makes it less bad. I right. Guess. More yeah. intentional yep. instead of just oh shit, we don't know how to do this, so right. let's you know yeah, it's, it, which. If you're going to be lazy, at least be intentional. <laughs> and, like, and thank you for smoking when they're talking about lighting up a cigarette in space. And it's like, oh, we'll just mention, like, oh, thank God that they invented the, that. Whatever, <laughs> whatever thinks yeah. we can smoke in space. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that works. One line of dialogue. Just throw it away. Have yeah. you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You have your fingers crossed. Um, Do you lose it? Uh, no. So it's it was based on a radio show. So that's kind of why you have the narration you have talking about it, and then it was into a book. So mm-hmm. trying to do visual exposition i think is kind of what they wanted to do too like hey we can actually show with just saying reading the book or having it read to you have you ever read the book i was gonna be my next question yeah uh i've started so i have it's basically all five books into one okay i've only made it through the first book in the five series so i haven't finished it so this is closer to the movie is closest to the first book Okay. Of the five. It's still, again, not the same thing. Parts of yeah. it are, but I've only read the first one. Because in most cases, the book is always better than the movie because you get more detail and more right. explanation. Yep. And like, right. I'm curious of what this would be like in an audiobook, since it was like a radio show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like what the audiobook would be like. I want multiple voice actors. Because I like yeah. audiobooks. I'm just, while you're giving a yeah. titty, I'm just going to see if they do a full, because they, they call it something. When it's like an audiobook where they have like a full cast versus yeah. like just one narrator. I'm just going to look really cool. Just going to look. Because I'd so be So the curious. first one's just called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. And then they go into like five Because I'm nine. curious to... I didn't like the movie. I like parts of it, but I didn't like the movie. I'm curious if I would like the book. Because I feel like with Harry Potter, I fucking hated the movies. Yeah. And now we're reading... Well, I'm audiobook reading all the books and they're great. And I'm sure. like, oh. And then I tried to watch one of the movies again. I'm like, this is terrible. Because it cut out, you know, so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, so i wonder if it would be the same thing i feel like yeah i feel like a a lot was missing from the books that i think it's one of those like things where it's like well you should have read the book dummy like because it's like what the fuck is going on right (laughs) some of it a little bit yeah yeah. why why does he have two heads 
And that's kind of why I think they do the exposition too. Yeah. Kind of like that. Well, they also do say why he has two heads. Oh, okay. Why? Why does he have two heads? Because you can't be president with only with one brain. Oh. I think it's funny that he won president of the galaxy because people thought they were voting for a the galaxy's worst, worst dress. dress. <laughs> yep. Ooh. That one's fun. So there's two different versions. One is just narrated by Stephen Fry. Which was the narrator for the movie. Okay. okay. So that makes sense. Yep. And then there's another one, and this is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the original album. So this is two full cast audio dramatizations. Awesome. That sounds fun. It's that only two hours fun. and 38 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So that's probably just that's the first book then. Oh, okay. That's really. Sure. I would yeah, assume sure. it would be a lot longer. I mean, well, the, it's the just five, a, it's just a guide. Right. It's, not, I mean, it's not a fucking novel. <laughs> the five books I have is about this. Thing oh, together. really? So oh, it's I not was, super. Yeah. I was expecting Harry the book Potter, to be like yeah. oh, this huge yeah. long thing. Oh, no. well, now I'm. We can handle that. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I could listen to that on Bluetooth in my new massage chair. There you go. If I wanted to. Um, Reissued for the first time in forty years. Go ahead. So Stephen Fry, we just mentioned the narrator, yep. uh, fantastic in it, and just mm-hmm. again very British. So I, I all, all the <laughs> very British, all the voices they chose were just killer. So we already mentioned um, Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Griffiths, uh, also very British. He's Harry Potter's dad in okay. their Harry Potter movies. Um, Bill Bailey, the voice of the whale. Okay, um, and then uh, not British, Thomas Lennon. From Reno 911 is a voice computer. Thomas Leonard. Thomas, yeah. New boot goofing. Oh, him? Yes. Okay. I'm just happy as clams to tell you that we are not here. Oh, the <laughs> just, voice of the spaceship was yeah. absolutely my favorite part. That's Thomas Lennon, yeah. He uh, absolutely killed it. I really want to listen now that I know the uh, audiobook. Gee, Wilkers, yeah. I wish I could tell yeah. you that, but... <laughs> Eddie the computer is his name. Yeah. I want to listen to the audiobook and then try to watch the movie again. I'm just because then maybe I, I think that's part of it is I yeah. don't understand what's going on and then I just get frustrated because I'm like <laughs> probably <laughs> it's it's a lot and there's just a lot of things to it but yeah and I guess that's kind of why I might like it more because I have read or at least know it or I've seen the movie so many times right, that exactly. I can pick up things I didn't see the first yeah. time around and you like it enough visually and the actors to like pay attention yeah because when lo- there's I- actors I don't like I'm just immediately like <laughs> I love Alan Rickman yeah he's great I, I love him. Yeah, he was like, like <laughs> I mean, that's what I, I mean. No, I mean, the like, I was introduced to him as a child as the villain in Die Hard, but like, oh, true. Yeah. his voice, his first major role when yeah. he was like 43. Yeah, his voice. So there's, there's hope for you, Don. Fucking, yeah, there is. <laughs> you know what? Here's, here's how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. One, we're going to get discovered on this show somehow, and then we're going to become famous. Or two, I'm going to have Molly at like an audition for something, and they're going to be like, we need a bald. <laughs> moderately interesting looking guy in his 40 hey you and then i'm gonna deliver the performance of a lifetime of a life and you're gonna win an oscar yep that's how it's all yes. gonna play out for old johnny g do you have more tits chris <laughs> yeah so I, I haven't done well i kind of did some tits but not not really um any so <laughs> i've done some but also I've been throwing them in randomly. Yeah. Oh, okay. so like, yeah. Some of my titties were already in the description. Some of the titties were okay. just thrown in there. So it's Well, then we can yeah. talk about it more. So Right. So we already kind of mentioned that it's based on the books and the radio show, but it's also not. So the, the producer stated the movie is not a literal translation of the books. Like the books are not a literal translation of the radio show. But all the new ideas and characters for this movie came from douglas adams they only hired another writer to come in and kind of organize these ideas and like mm. make it coherent so douglas adams wrote all this uh-huh. again 
based on his other writings based on his other writings so hang on and i'm i just might be stupid did you say the radio show came first and then the books correct oh i thought it was the other way around no yeah, yeah. so it was 50, a 50s radio 78 and then 79 was when he started in the books because huh. the first book came out well who did the radio shows then douglas adams oh he okay so he, he did this sh- okay he wrote okay. for the radio show okay and I was then confused. it was like all right i'll write a book because i know. guess i'll write and a then, book yeah. yeah so then it's him at the beginning laying down in front of a bulldozer to protect his house from big america trying to build a bypass mm. bypass yeah yes. And then Disney Pixar is like, we need an idea for the beginning of a movie, because then Up came out, and it's literally like the exact <laughs> same. Enough. I think it's yeah. the same fucking house. Probably. You're like, oh, okay, so that's yeah. where they got that idea from. I mean, from. they kind of steal a lot of ideas from they like They borrow and yeah. profit more than mm-hmm. 100 mil. But then if you take even slightly close to a Anything portion of, of idea, yeah. then you get sued up the ass. I had yeah. a... Uh, really quickly side sidestep story i had an art teacher when i was in college who the first art teacher i had who when he was in college had made like prints of it was mickey mouse but it wasn't mickey mouse but it was something right. like you know whatever uh, whatever the thing was it was super dark or whatever but it was clearly mickey mouse yeah and he was selling them but at like school and art shows like not not big just in the state right and he got like a ce- cease and desist cease letter and from desist. disney <laughs> yeah they will and this find was out back in like the what 90s yeah. 80s 90s they well, will I, find I, out. I think it's funny for all the clips that we use and the only one we got kind of we didn't even get in trouble for but we got flagged for was the bill paxton estate oh, yeah. for club dread <laughs> <laughs> like, we use a clip of him and they're like oh, oh, oh. And, well, watch yourselves number 137 <laughs> and they flagged it and then oh, they fuck. yeah we went down one for but they flagged it and then they were like but you can use it yeah yeah but you just can use know it. we know that you're using yeah, it we're yeah watching. All right, we're watching always watching yes. don't worry we love him uh so Kind of going back with similarities. So, the unfortunate bowl of petunias <laughs> is actually revealed in the books to be a creature named uh, Agrajog, okay. who is continuously killed by Arthur Dent, oh, u- no. usually on accident, and then reincarnated. <laughs> um, and if you listen carefully, you can hear the bowl shatter shortly after the whale falls. So, oh. so he, Arthur just keeps... Killing keep, it? Kind of re- reincarnating him, just murdering it every single time. Yeah. Huh. But that's only in the books. In the movie, uh, so Ford, his friend's name, is named Ford Prefect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's actually a type of car that's made by Ford in uh, the Ireland, the UK, Malaysia, New Zealand, and sold in Europe, Asia, and Australia between 38 and 59. Huh. So when Ford goes to introduce himself because he thinks cars are the dominant species, oh. that's, actually, that's actually a Ford Prefect that he's introducing himself to in the movie. Oh. So I think that's really cool. Like, so his real name isn't even Ford Prefect. He just names himself after the first thing he comes in contact with. Well, I don't with. know if that's it or not. I think that's just. Huh. A, I guess I think we better cho- read the book, dummies. I think, I think yeah. they chose to use the Ford because of that name. Was that but, in the book then? Uh, well, I, I assume so. The port, um, the Ford Prefect didn't exist in the seventies. Yeah, it was in 38 to 59. So it was sold. Oh, yeah, I was just like, it would have yeah. been before. They would have oh. at least known about it. He yeah. to a car. I don't think it mentions what car it was, though. Oh, so. okay. Hmm. I wonder if their slogan was like, it's near perfect. Because <laughs> it's prefect. <laughs> Almost. It's pre-fit. Well, also, I mean, it's the same thing with like boarding schools there. You have prefix. Yeah. They're in charge of. Anyway. Yeah. It's like TAs. Anyways, Anywho. this, this yeah. was one of the weirder 
um, titties for a very weird movie, but I I didn't get at what the cost of it actually was. I couldn't find it, but the bathrobe that Arthur Dent wears is the most expensive and difficult <laughs> of all the costumes. Really? Uh, between Zaphoid's heads and Hamakavula's eyes, all the stuff like that, his robe was the most expensive. The fabric had to be sewn on stage, and they flew it in from Turkey. Why? I have no uh, fucking clue. Fucking Martin Freeman. Yeah. Bougie so son of if, a bougie Him and his, the riders in his contract. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Because I'm sure yeah, that, that's, only that's wear, definitely something he would do. I will only wear hand-woven Turkish wool <laughs> bathrobes. <laughs> and green M&Ms only, please. Uh, and then my last titty... Uh, this is another kind of difference from the books and whatever else. So Hamakavula, the religious leader, played by um, John Malkovich, he's not in the books at all. He's only in this movie, and Douglas Adams created him for this movie. Hmm. Um, he's on any other radio uh, or radio or books, but uh, the Jetavartrids, his people, like the religion yeah. that he is, those are mentioned in the books like those people are mentioned in the books they they just don't have the, a okay they, yeah they have a leader so hmm. he made this character for this movie well you throw malkovich in there you're gonna get a couple bucks i mean you, you know, know you might right. as well yeah yeah so. that, that scene where his head crawls across with the metal legs and <laughs> when he becomes a spider when he takes his glasses off and his eyes are gone it's the fucking computer thing and yeah, then crawls across yeah that's nightmare fuel like <laughs> <laughs> wonder what molly will think of that yeah well we'll find out i'm gonna rewatch <laughs> it with her uh so that's really all i had for titties i like i said i had a bunch of notes just more or less just like quotes and things that i thought were really funny do you have a favorite quote if you could narrow it down to one <laughs> i i think if i had the whole thing i only wrote the last part of it but it was uh we can we can talk about this till the cows come home and then um they keep going like in order like what's what's home and then it gets to that funny goes what are cows? What are cows? <laughs> I love that. Alan Rickman was the best character in the movie. I agree. The depressed robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loved him. Same. Absolutely. Um, I fucking hate Zoe so much. Yeah, I feel like the casting choice was very strange for he this gets, movie. Kind yeah. of glad she doesn't have a lot of screen time. Or like, she does and she doesn't. Um, but the fact that he like remains in love with her, she ditched him at a party, and this was supposed to be like true love. You mm-hmm. met her once at you, a party, you met her and once. she ditched you. Right, and she ditched you for a guy with a rocket ship. Yeah, and stupid hair. Right, and I'm to me all hair is stupid because you don't have any. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> because of my lack of hair, but. <laughs> You don't hold on to that, like, oh, yeah, like, I thought I was, you know, really vibing with this chick at the party. Oh, yeah, what happened? Oh, she uh, took off because a guy said he had a rocket ship. Well, so, right. like, oh, what so, a bitch. So, even even if, you know, it, he the, the him being the alien and actually having a ship excluded. Yeah, if you went to a party and some dude, you were vibing with this chick all night. Yeah. And he walks up to her and goes, what are you doing with him? How about you hang out with me? I've got a spaceship. Yeah. And then she goes with him. Yeah. Or if and he just comes it, okay. up and says literally anything. Yeah. Well, come hang out with me. And, and she's mean, like, okay. De- Devil's advocate too, I guess, because she's like, let's go to Madagascar. And Martin Freeman's like, oh, I'm, I'm British. We can go to <laughs> Cor- Cornwall. Yeah. Uh, like, so I mean, I can see why she ditched him because he has about as much adventure in him as a fingernail. But and yet he's dressed up like uh, Mr. Livingston, I presume the, yeah. the adventurer from 
deep Africa. Yeah, Martin listen. Freeman is essentially just a piece of toast. He is now. He's not milk toast, not quite. Right. No, but he's literally just a piece of toast, but with nothing on it. But so not even toast. He's just he's he's white bread. No, no, no. So he's toasted. He's toasted. He's mildly interested. Oh, speaking of like that, <laughs> but he's got no butter, no jam, no no peanut butter. He's Ma- just mar- that plain light, toast. That lightsaber knife that toasts the bread while you're cutting it. <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> well, I'm so hard, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> like I would start buying bread. I would start building my own bread. Build, building, your yes. Own bread, building yes. your own yeah. bread. Build, yeah, build him build some a bread. Cake. Build was, a bread or something. <laughs> was a or something. was Zoe Deschanel's character sleeping with the alien guy with the spaceship? Right. Yeah, I, like I that was. I don't know if it was they actually slept together, but yeah, she was with him. Yeah, yeah. Zach, I, Zach I thought it was pretty. Because it was, clear it, that was they were it was, it was what, like two weeks or something like that. Yeah, from, yeah. Like, like, change her name yeah. for him. Right, and then she like was walking around. I feel like she was walking around in one scene with like just a shirt and no pants on, and I'm like, mm. she had boot, it, looked, it was a night nice shirt, yeah. booty shorts, yeah, like, yeah. very much PJs, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I got from that that she was sleeping with the alien guy. I mean, probably. Yeah. So yeah. why Toast would want to go back with her? I have no idea. No, that's very true too. I was I was talking. I think at this point in time, it's like, oh well, she's the only other living Earthling, and I do have a connection with her, and we met before i guess what's yeah yeah what else are you gonna do (laughs) there's no other earth people so i suppose i was talking to somebody i was was talking to a girl at work yesterday about how much i hate her and she's like she's really funny in new girl though and i said you could literally put any character Mm -hmm. in that spot Mm -hmm. and the show would be just as funny if not funnier Mm -hmm. yes very true yeah it's not about her her. it's not about her because i do enjoy that show a lot i actually i started rewatching it again i fell off about the same time i did last time I was like season five, I think. When like her, the opening song, oh hell, yeah, of that show, and she's actually a fairly decent singer when she tries. Well, yeah. a lot of people are actually fairly decent singers when they try. Doesn't mean they should sing the title right. card to the show that isn't about you. She did no. a few songs for Yes Man, the movie. Yeah, and I, I remember her being better in that. I don't. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but isn't she, she better in that movie? She is not as hateable <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> the only movie I like her in so far is that I've Elf? seen. No, I could do without her in there. Uh, I was going to say um, Five Hundred Days of Summer or oh. Manic, but I need to rewatch that again. I no. mentioned it last time we recorded. I, I've never seen Manic, so there's that. Oh. Yeah. Well, should we jump into some seggies? Or do you got more? Do you have any more? More notes? Any more more n- quotes? More notes. I guess if we're talking about her, uh, the one that I have, because this is just, it's kind of bad and sloppy writing, but like after he gets punched or headbutted by Zaphod and they're talking and they're having this moment mm-hmm. and they're talking about it's like Earth getting blown up mm-hmm. or like him losing her or something like that. And then like, in the middle of that conversation, like a completely wide left, she goes, how badly does it hurt? He's like, well, it doesn't feel great. She goes, no, like the bump on your head. It's like, bitch, that's not what we were talking about. That was an obvious misdirection. Like, hmm. I don't know. It, just, it felt like it was set up to be. Like, know. were they trying to be funny and this failed? Uh, no, I think it was they're trying to set it up like a meet cute kind of thing. Oh. Like, I, I need to deliver this super sad line so you know how I feel about losing you. Yeah. But in order to do that, you have to say something completely out of left field for this to work. So why would you... It, it doesn't make sense. The so, writing didn't make sense there. So it was her essentially just not listening to him. Kind of. Or, Which I or, could or, see or, why that would irritate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they have this conversation about, like, you know, I think it was, like, Earth or, like, the party or whatever, and, and, and she says, oh, well, how bad does it hurt? Like, asking about that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, it doesn't feel good. And she goes, oh, no, I mean, like, about your bump that you just got now. It's like, 
Yeah, that's what you meant, sure. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Fuck you, Zoe. All right, yeah, she seg- really shouldn't just be in things. Seg- also, she's married to a property brother. Segments, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping into Segi, should we reboot Goof It? Yes. Reboot Goofin'? <laughs> For the new people listening, what we do, uh, we take the movie and then we reboot it with modern day actors. Mm. So if they were going to remake it, who would play whom? Or vice versa, however English works. Who wants to go yes. first? You want to go first, Chris? Yeah, I'll go first. It was my movie. Why not? Why not? not? All right, so for Arthur Dent, mm-hmm. uh, I did Taron Egerton. Or Egerton. Oh, he would be okay. good at that. Um, you know, that was one of the, the things, too. Douglas Adams has said, for casting for this, the only person that I need to be English, or at least British, is Arthur Dent. Everybody else can be like, you know, whatever, do accents. But Arthur Dent has to be British. I have so. no British people on my reboot. <laughs> well, then Douglas Adams hates you. He's going to be very unhappy. Uh, I, th- I think one of mine is uh, British, possibly. For The for, one who is not British in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, Ford, I did uh, Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for Zaphod, I did Ryan Reynolds. Oh, he'd be I good at that. that would that's, a, be, that's actually... Yeah. An incredible pick for Zaphoid. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Uh, and then for Trillian or Trisha, I did Natalie Dyer from Stitcher Things so, as well. Okay. Oh, tiny yeah. Face. I was like, why don't I? Is was it thinking, Natalie or Natalia? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's Natalie. I don't know either. I think it's Natalie, but I don't know. But also, I was totally thinking of the chick from Bridgerton. I was, oh, I, yeah. Oh. But no. her name is Phoebe something, so it's not even that. the same. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, Natalia or, yeah, Natalia. Yeah. Natalia Dyer. Okay. Whatever. Uh, well, she did. I if, say if, Natalie. You did. Oh shit! Yeah. But if she's listening, she cares. I. I don't want to fuck fair, up your name, Natalia. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I like totally you. always read it as Natalie, though. Yeah. Uh, well, it, the the human brain works funny. Also, I wrote it as Natalia. I read it as Natalie. So fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got? What do you got? Um. So for Arthur, I have Adam Driver. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, you know. No, I. You could, yeah, yeah, definitely pull it off. For stoic, is it Zaphod? Zaphod. Zaphod. Okay. Evil Brocks. Jake Gyllenhaal. Obviously. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. You're on a kick. You're I, on a kick. Yeah, I'm on a kick, and uh, we're 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 starting our tiny little pathway into an Adam Driver kick. So get ready for that. Uh, <laughs> for uh, the chick, I have Emma Stone. Okay. Because okay. she's not Zoe Deschanel, and for Marvin. As much as I don't want to replace Marvin, but the voice of the robot, the voice of the robot. Okay. Yep. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. He okay. plays Pennywise. Yeah, he plays. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one of the Skarsgård brothers. Uh, this is new news to me, and I think it just just got released or announced Uh-oh. for this. Uh, they're remaking the Crow, like the original Crow. Oh, really? They're remaking it, and I, it's one of the Skarsgård brothers. I want to say it's Bill. Is going to be uh, the main I character, him and that. it's going to be really good. He I can't seems wait. to be kind of really into the horror movie. Yeah, yeah. So genre. I'm jacked for that. Yeah, he's a good actor. But that's what I have for that's my review. That, that's all yeah. I did. I didn't do anybody okay. else. Uh, so you didn't do Ford. No. For uh, I, for Arthur Dent, I did Chris Pratt. <laughs> Gross. Scott, you want to make me hate this movie more? Well, that's what I was thinking. Okay, that's go where on. My mind was at. Okay. Uh, for Ford Prefect, I did Luda. <laughs> that would actually work really well. Uh, yeah, that would be it, good. I mean, it would. You know, most yeah. most Def's a rapper who yeah. broke into a few movies, and Ludacris has done the same. So. And he's actually a pretty good actor he too. Is. He yeah. is. And so, if they were remaking it, yeah, like I think Luda'd get the job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for Zaphod Beeblebrox, 
I did Ryan Reynolds. Wow, what a yeah. choice. Oh, was, interesting. It, I know. Excellent. I mean, what a, it was, Excellent. You know what? That was just a humdinger of a pick. That's my Tom <laughs> Lennon. Um, choice excellent, my friend. And then for Trillion, I did Daisy Ridley. Oh, that's oh a good she'd be good. Too. Yeah. yeah. I like her. Yeah. Thanks, because you mentioned her, but... Uh, you cast, you rebooted her a couple weeks ago in one of my British ones. Yeah, yeah. I I was, uh, is she British? British. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, in it. I think she is. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I did an all British reboot of uh, Speed. I think. it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, double yeah, decker bus. Right. Yep. All right. So yeah, Daisy <laughs> Ridley. So bus. then I actually looked up. And I was like, oh yeah. I forgot about the double decker bus. <laughs> that, that, would have, that remake would be amazing. They would I, make so much money. I, I would be one of those guys that set up a tent outside. Give and, me all yeah. of the money, Hollywood. I will write that for you. <laughs> all right. One more segment. I want Shane Black to write it with me. One more segment. The old okay. fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> yes. This is a fun one. Is it? Yeah, because, I mean. Is it, though? It's just a hoot. <sighs> this one was a, I don't know little difficult because again there's not that many female characters and there is right not. you well, can and, pick and a again, guy i know I we know. are allowed to we are allowed to stray from our heterosexual ways i, I our, didn't say we couldn't <laughs> but did you uh stray from your heterosexual ways no i did not oh okay no i did not uh i'll go first <laughs> oh, okay. just because i'm sure everybody's like what <laughs> uh for my fuck i did questular rontok yeah, the vice president, the, the Volgans. Yes. Oh, but yeah, uh, and she, she's she's the vice president. She was with Zaphod, you know. She's and I did going with the Volgans because they're helping her. I did have a Buffalo Bills with her, where I was like, God, where do I know her from? And mm-hmm. I looked at her IMDb, and I have seen nothing with her in it. So then I was just like, <laughs> Who does she look like that I think she is? I'd have to, have to pull her, her up because yeah. she's not. Um, Who, what's her name again? <laughs> in the movie questular ronta no no anna chancellor all right thank you uh for mary uh, i'm doing most deaf for oh, prefect. Nice. and then for kill i'm killing zoe dashnell bye trill perfect yep. bye trill yep have fun on your spaceship <laughs> bitch so <laughs> since since it's very similar again okay. shocking yeah uh also same fuck. Yeah. Same Mary. Yeah. I'm killing Hamakavula. Hamakavula? Yeah. And that's John Malkovich? John Malkovich's okay. character, yeah. One, because he's a cult leader, and two, he just doesn't look like a good guy. And he wasn't in the book. Well, yeah, there's that, too. You gotta get up out of here. All right, so I know this had to be tough for you. <laughs> it actually was. Yeah. And so, I, as we're talking, I actually kind of want to switch it. Okay. So, I had initially wrote down, I guess the main guy, but I won't be happy. <laughs> and then, okay. Because I don't like, again, Martin you, Freeman's fine, but I don't really like like Martin Freeman. Right. I don't hate him, but he's fine. Yeah. But as we're talking, I'm like, why didn't I pick Ford? More stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm switching. <laughs> All right. right. I don't know why. Because I thought you were going to marry him. That's why I was like, yeah. maybe that's why. I no, mean, but... I'm going to marry Marvin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. No. So we'll F most deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. I don't know why I just like forgot that was not. I don't know what the fuck I did. Whatever, Mary Marvin, and then I initially. Well, I'm also switching. I initially had kill Zaphod, uh-huh. um, but my phone autocorrected it to Zappos, which is a store. Yes, and I'm actually going to switch it to uh, Trillion. You're saying well. yeah. yeah, I'm going to kill a Trillion. Yeah. Yeah. As we're talking, I'm like, God, I fucking hate Because, her. sure, he swooped in, and he legitimately had a, a spaceship. spaceship. And he's right. the president of the galaxy. He wasn't the worst one. Like, 
as much as I don't like Sam Rockwell, yeah. Yeah. he was fine in the movie. I mean, I hated right. him, but... Yeah. He was supposed to be obnoxious and right. yeah. I hated the girl more than I hated him. Yeah. I guess okay. even though I disliked both of them greatly. Yeah, okay. I didn't have any so. hatred towards mo- well any. I didn't have a lot of hatred towards most of them. So like, it's, right? Hamakavula, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. I have some reviews too, but if you have some more things, yeah. Christopher, go ahead. Just, just one thing. Uh, it reminded me she was using the point of view gun on him. The way he was acting out and like speaking differently. The, again, Sam Rockwell acted so well in this fucking movie he yes did. it's goofy and it's weird but like can you imagine he, also much fun he fucking had doing this yeah. too and i want a point of view gun right <laughs> i really want one of those i hated her fucking line though was, yeah it won't work on me i'm already a girl fuck off yeah absolutely fuck off yeah. i get the point i get the joke but yeah fuck off <laughs> I, I don't really remember that part so it won't I... work on me i'm already a girl oh <sighs> god I don't know. Can you explain the part? Because I don't remember that part. So I must sh- have... it's the point of view gun. Yep. So the if the you person shoot somebody you shoot, with it, yeah. they mm-hmm. see things from your point of view. Okay. Oh, so she's and saying I'm he, already a girl. I already see was, your point of view. He yeah. He was yeah. going to use it on her. She goes, it won't work on me. It I'm yeah. already a girl. Yeah. That was the way I just know. Yep. Yes. Yeah. 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 She can die in this movie. Yeah, I'd be perfectly content never having to watch another movie with her, but. Maybe. I, I mean, I, I guess I don't want to say that because, you know, you might get mad at me someday and it might be your pick. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would, if I were going to pick a movie with her, I would pick Manic because neither one of you have seen it. It's also Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. And this was when she, like, first started out, so she didn't have the stupid bangs. She just had regular hair. Oh, like, normal hair? Normal hair. And she was, oh, like, blonde or something yeah. in the movie, like, her natural whatever. Yeah. And so she just looked like a regular kid. Yeah. You know? And she, so she wasn't like Zoe Deschanel. She let's was get like some, uh, let's oh, get reviews? some reviews up in this sea sucker. I have two. So I picked one bad one, one good one. Okay. I picked a good one for you, Christopher. Thanks. You're welcome. But the bad one first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, this one is from Sharon a year ago. Gave it two stars. I guess you have to be in the mood for stupid. How bad can it be? Well, Zoe Deschanel is in it. So that explains a lot. <laughs> I too love ab- you, Sharon. <laughs> too abstract and weird for my taste. Martin Freeman is a great actor, and I have a hard time watching him in this. I would only recommend this film to people I don't like. Jeez. Wow. I, yeah, I felt very right. like akin to Sharon. Yeah. Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> um, and then this is from somebody's name I can't pronounce, and I don't think it's actual name. It's just like whatever. Zaphoid Beagle Rocks. Y- username. It's O-K-K-H-E. Uh, okay. He. <laughs> okay. He. Uh, give it five stars three years ago despite google being desperate that i write over 30 characters i can only think of one word to describe this breathtaking work of art masterpiece (laughs) period yeah Mm -hmm. that was nice yeah that's for you christopher thanks why are you using (laughs) my whole uh, name i'm a little weirded out (laughs) i don't know (laughs) this is one of those magic weeks too where we get to record two in a row because next week i'll be at boot camp (laughs) not a fun boot camp uh, yes because all the boot camps are usually fun boot camps are usually a laugh a minute but i'll be at a different kind um (laughs) so we are going to be recording two so from this movie I grabbed um, Zaphoid Beeblebrox, played by 
Academy Award winner, Sam Rockwell. God, you really like to throw that Academy Award winner and, out there, don't you? Well, if, you know, they put in the work and they earned it, yeah. Yeah. Academy okay. Award Nicholas Cage Award winner Nicholas Cage would agree. I mean, they'd be um, like if you're if you're Sir or Dame, yeah. you want to have that before your fucking name. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Just so ask Dame Judy Dench. My thought process or process, if you will, was if Ellen is going to hate him, he might as well be a Nazi. So I'm taking Sam Rockwell, and we're watching Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is available to watch on Hulu Premium. Uh, but just buy it, in my humble opinion, because I think it's a wonderful movie. Scarlett Johansson's in it, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell. Uh, there's a lot of people that you recognize. Um, uh, Rebel Wilson's Rebel in Wilson this, shows which I up. Wasn't, yeah. didn't know and wasn't I really did, expecting. Wasn't uh, Taika Waititi. We'll yeah. get to that. Taika Waititi's di- uh, wrote, directed it, directed wrote it, it, and won an Academy Award for it. So, yeah. as promised, I'm only throwing fucking bangers at you for a while. <laughs> uh, that you can watch or watch. Over the course of the next week, if you like what you heard, you can email the show, yarealgood at gmail.com. Don't forget, if you have an idea for a Halloween movie you'd like to hear us do, throw that in an email or DM us on Instagram at yarealgood. Uh, fuck Twitter. And you can also follow us on Facebook as well at yarealgood. Anything else? No, I think that's, that's it. That's it. That's all. Yeah, real good. All right. Well, with that, my name is John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. Go watch Jojo Rabbit, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye.